Good morning. On this Monday morning, welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We said yesterday we're going to pick up in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, verse 19. I want to read a couple of uh, different versions and translations of that one verse. It says, But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory, by Jesus Christ. The riches of glory are unlimited. It's going to be provided by Christ. Christ our Lord, the Messiah. And it's going to be all your need. What the need is. Not so much a want as much as a need. So, if we take inventory of this scripture. It says, my God will make replete. He will influence. He will satisfy. He will bring to us the level that is needed for us to fulfill or complete the thing which is needed in our lives. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Another translation says, my God will give you all you have need of from the wealth of his glory in Christ Jesus. So there's a wealth of glory in Christ that when he raised him from the dead, having conquered death, having conquered sin, having conquered hell, and having the keys, there is something that Jesus attained by victory, by conquering the enemy. And he took away whatever he had by false claims and became once again the ruler of all things. But of course, it still seems like Satan is reigning, but he is not. Christ is in control of everything. Here's another translation. My God shall fulfill all your necessities through his riches with glory in Jesus Christ. Another translation. I pray that God will take care of all your needs with the wonderful blessings that come from Christ Jesus. Another translation says, I am convinced that my God will fully satisfy every need you have, for I have seen the abundant riches of glory revealed to me through the Anointed One, Jesus Christ. Another translation says, But my God, so great is His wealth of glory in Christ Jesus he will fully supply every need of yours. Now, these translations are so wonderful. I'm going to go through them again. Let your faith rest in God's word. And may the spirit of God speak to your heart. Especially if you find yourself in a need, a special circumstance where God has to intervene. That is about the only way, the, about the only solution. 
Well, here it is again. But my God, he's not only Paul's God, he is our God if we are believers in Christ. My God, remember, he's creator of heaven and earth. He is the source of everything. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches. It doesn't say according to the limited amount that he has, but according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. My God will give you all you have need of. Supply versus give you. In other words, you don't have to pay for this, but we do have to ask. We do have to have faith. We do have to act upon that faith and upon that word. He will give you all you have need of from the wealth. See, it's not going to come from any other source but the wealth of his glory. Remember, he created the heavens and the earth. He created all the universe. Everything is his. He created the world. All the gold, all the silver, all the platinum, everything is his. Plus everything in the realm of the spirit. Well, there's no need of lack there. So my God will give you all you have need of from the wealth of his glory in Christ Jesus. My God shall fulfill, remember, whatever is empty God wants to fill. He will fulfill all your necessities through his riches with glory in Christ Jesus. Then the Apostle Paul says, I pray that God will take care of all your needs with the wonderful blessings that come from Christ Jesus. And remember the word Christ there is the word for anointed. It's also the word for the Messiah. He will fulfill your needs with the wonderful blessings that come from Christ. And that's why he's called wonderful. Because everything that flows from him truly is wonderful. In verse, <clears throat> same uh, chapter and verse 419. I am convinced that my God will fully satisfy every need. All you have need of. All your necessities. He will satisfy every need you have. For I have seen the abundant riches of glory revealed to me through the anointed one, Jesus Christ. This was Paul speaking. If you read the fourth chapter, you find out how content he was, whether he was in poverty or whether he was in abundance, whether he was hungry, whether he was uh, fully uh, uh, satisfied. He had learned to abound and abase in whatever condition he was, because he knew where all his needs were going to be met from. Then it says in the same tra another translation, But my God, so great is his wealth of glory in Christ Jesus. And remember, we talked about all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge are hid in Christ. He will fully supply every need of yours. In Luke 11, 2, we have the Lord's Prayer, just like we have in Matthew. 
And it says, And he said unto them, When you pray, say, Our Father, because we have been born by the Spirit of God, by the Word of God, He is our Heavenly Father. Our Father, which art in heaven, you're in heaven, we're on earth. Holy is your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done. As in heaven, so in earth. In other words, is there extreme poverty? Is there extreme disease and sickness? Is there political mayhem? Are all of these things out of control with rioting in heaven and, and, and things just absolutely lawless? No. Heaven is a perfectly perfect place. And as the will of God is in heaven, He wants that same will, when we pray, to be here on earth. That includes when my needs need to be supplied. When your needs need to be supplied. Not in part, but in fullness. If if if, if the rent is a thousand dollars, two hundred dollars does not meet the need. It needs to be a thousand. So when it says he will supply, fully satisfy every need, that means he will come to the rescue to the very last penny. But it doesn't have to be money necessarily. It can be whatever we need. Maybe we need strength because we're feeble, we're weak. Maybe we need eyesight because we're blind. Maybe we need the ability to walk because we're crippled. Or maybe we simply just need his help because our physical body is handicapped by any type of ailment or even accident. Whatever the need is, he has promised to fully supply that need According to his wealth, not according to his limited supply, there is no lack in heaven. The shelves aren't empty up there. There aren't long lines uh, waiting to see if maybe you'll get a little piece of a, 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 the corner of heaven and maybe you just barely make it in by the skin of your teeth, which there is no such thing. But he will meet our needs because it is his will that his kingdom come here to this earth, and his will be done just like in heaven, that it be fulfilled on earth. And that's why then he says, give us day by day our daily bread. I'm not asking for a truckload. If all I need is just a loaf of bread today, then let it just be a loaf. But if I have a great company that I need to be that needs to be fed and filled, then let it be a truckload. See, according to the need, whatever it is, God's wealth of riches in glory in Christ Jesus are more than enough to supply for the need. And then, of course, he goes on in the prayer, forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. In Luke eleven five, it says, And he said unto them, Which of you shall have a friend, and shall go unto him at midnight? Remember, 
he has got to be some type of a friend for you to go at that hour of the night. But listen to what the story is about. It's not so much about the friendship as about the importunity of the individual, the gall, the, the, the tenacity to not only go at that hour, but to actually expect this individual to get up and to give him what he needs. And God is not concerned that we're going to wake him up at a bad time or a bad hour, but God wants us to come to him with confidence and with boldness. And he said unto them, Which one of you shall have a friend? And shall go unto him at midnight and say unto him, Friend, lend me three loaves. For a friend of mine in his journey is come to me, and I have nothing to set before him. This man is not even asking for himself. He's actually asking for someone else that is also his friend. So he has one friend that's going to supply his need. And then he has another friend that he's going to give for his need. One will supply it. The other one's going to receive it. But he's right in the middle. And that's where we can sometimes find ourselves, right in the middle. God is our provider. And we have people that we could call friends that have a need, but yet we have nothing of our own to offer, so we seek God to help us offer what they need. And he was only asking and limiting himself to three loaves of bread or food. It says in verse number seven, and he said from within, shall shall answer and say, trouble me not. The door is uh, now shut. My children are gone with me in bed, and I cannot rise up and give thee. And I say unto you, though he will not rise up and give him, because he is his friend, yet because of his, inop his importunity, he shall rise up and give him as many as he needeth. There is the clencher. As many as he needs. If he would have asked for a hundred and he knew his friend had a hundred, then he would have asked for a hundred because he needed a hundred. But he only needed three at this moment. And that's all he was asking for. But the other individual, the other friend, was ready to supply whatever he needed. Do you have a friend like that? We have a friend in Jesus. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination. Join us tomorrow as we pick up along these lines one more time. But until then, keep looking up. Our redemption draweth nigh, truly draweth nigh. May the Lord richly bless you to help fulfill and accomplish His will while we're still here on this earth. Amen.